everyone. Happy Friday or whenever you're listening to this episode. If you're a new listener, welcome. We are so excited to have you join us. It's going to be a super fun-filled episode. I am so excited. If you're not new, welcome back. If you don't know me, my name is Caitlin Rose and I run at Caitlin Rose Sticker Co. on Instagram, TikTok, and Etsy. I sell stickers and apparel, and I aim to promote inclusivity and provide a place where all are welcome. I'm so super excited to be joined here today with Shyla, who's a teen small shop owner. She runs Creative Without a Canvas out of New York, and she sells handmade bracelets, anklets, mask chains, necklaces, earrings, and rings. You can find her at Creative Without a Canvas on Instagram and creativewithoutacanvas.com. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so glad you're able to make it on the show today. We've actually been mutuals for quite some time now. I think you ended up finding me back in November. I ended up bringing you up to the Small Biz Big Ideas team because you had such an up-and-coming vibe for sure. If I didn't see your follower count, I totally think you had upwards of 5K. And the team all agreed you'd fit our podcast super, super well. Your page is literally so aesthetic and clean and professional. I love it. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and why you do it. Okay. Hi, my name is Shyla. I'm the owner of Creative Without a Canvas. I'm 12 years old, and as Caitlin said, I sell a bunch of different jewelry. If I'm not working my business, I'm either playing softball, hanging out with my family, or just honestly chilling. And I do a bunch of stuff throughout my school and stuff. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So I think that although we all share a common interest, being teen entrepreneurs and making things and being creative, we all definitely have different experiences. So what does entrepreneurship mean to you? Okay, so entrepreneurship means to me not only owning a business and being passionate about what you do and sell, but also learning how to deal with finances and other people's opinions and criticism about your business. I think definitely you have to have thick skin. That's the biggest thing. And I feel like people don't really realize that in being a small business owner. I think it's definitely overlooked. you got to be able to deal with random people giving their opinions on you and you just have to take it. But it's something you worked hard on, you know? Yeah, definitely. So how do you maintain inspiration for new launches? Do you ever run out of ideas? Because I know a lot of people definitely deal with that. So what are your tips? Yeah, so definitely I um, usually just like look through my beads and think about some things that I would definitely wear and things that go with my outfits and stuff. And as somebody who a lot of my audience is directed toward people my age, so I just do things that are kind of trendy and things that I think I would wear. I think, yeah, definitely the biggest thing is making things that you think you would buy yourself because it feels ingenuine if you create things that don't feel like yourself or things that you wouldn't buy. I think one of the biggest key factors in success is definitely, you know, making things that you would buy yourself. Yeah. So how do you combat running out of ideas? So one of the main things, I definitely go to either people in my story because a lot of my active followers definitely help me a lot. I ask them for their opinions and they help me on things that they would purchase. Also going to my family members, such as my sister and my mom, they definitely give me good ideas and tell me if there's something that they maybe wouldn't purchase. And that helps me a lot with launches and other things and what and what not to sell. Using your resources for sure. I like that. So, did your parents ever support you from the beginning? Like, how did Creative Water Canvas start? Okay, so basically, um, during 
COVID, obviously, there was, like, a power outage in my town that lasted for about two weeks. And my mom has always been into, like, crafts and stuff. We've had a lot of beats from the start because I always used to make a little jewelry when I was growing up, same with my sister. So that definitely helped me out. And I decided to just make a few bracelets and stuff. And then I came to my mom saying, I want to make a business. And she was very supportive about it. She helped me out making logos and stuff. And yeah, that's how I came here. So how did you go about choosing jewelry to sell? Did you have other ideas or did you know that you always wanted to sell jewelry? So at first, obviously, I was very indecisive about what I wanted to sell. But I went through my mom with a few ideas. Uh, At first, I thought about like tie-dyeing stuff. But she thought about the resources that we have and stuff like that. And I chose that jewelry is something I love to wear and things that other people would love to wear, too. Have you ever done a pop-up shop? Because I know a lot of people do those and they're super fun. I've just never done one. So have you? Unfortunately not because I started my business during COVID and we've been very protective from the start and stuff. So there hasn't been a lot hosted in my town, but hopefully during the spring and summer, we can find some near me and I can host one. I feel like that'd be super, super fun. Like I've always wanted to do craft shows. I've been an avid craft show attendee, if that's the word. (laughs) Um, and now I, I realized just recently, like, hey, I can actually do this. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun. And I wa- definitely want to consider that in the future. So when did you realize things were getting serious? Or was this always something that you wanted to try and be successful with that you took seriously from the beginning? Like, what was the situation with that? My mom definitely told me that um, as I learned how to kind of put my business out there, she saw that my business was growing more. I gained about 200 in a month from doing giveaways and one of my reels got almost 300k views which is pretty cool and from then I know that this is something that I'm very passionate about and hopefully want to continue in the future. So you mentioned that reel what's your experience with the Instagram algorithm Ben like do you have specific tips and tricks or was it just all just luck? Algorithm is definitely not something for everyone. I've had a lot of issues none of my reels ever really get over 10k or even some don't get over 100 It really depends on either the day or the hashtags that you use, but I was lucky enough because it was like a real giveaway. Maybe that was a thing, but I was lucky enough for one of mine to grow over the weeks and months, and that's how we got to what it is now. It's all just a game at this point, which is really interesting because it, for the average person, it doesn't really, you know, impact them at all, but for people who rely on Instagram to get their business out there, it definitely impacts them in a negative way because you just, it's so unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Definitely just like working with other businesses and trying to get yourself out there as much as possible helps you grow and helps your business become more successful. Did you ever expect to be in the position you are now? Almost 900 followers now? Um, I really, I didn't, wasn't really sure what, how my business was going to go out. I was just kind of going by the day and I really didn't expect really any of my reels to go like get big, but I woke up one morning and it was at like a hundred K. So I wasn't really expecting my business to kind of get where it is now. I kind of expected to get in the 100 or 300 range. Like a lot of people like that live around me. I didn't really think my business was going to get anywhere farther than that, but I'm really lucky to have my business where it is now. So a lot of what people like about the teen entrepreneur, like experience, is the friends and community they found along the way. Have you found any community in this or are you just pretty much going solo? 
Yes, I found a lot of people that, um, like a lot of people that have followed me throughout the whole way, and I've made a lot of friends and a lot of people that I talk to through DMs and even through like other social medias now. And I feel like I've made a nice little community that I talk to very often. People definitely often underestimate the amount of friendships you can make. It's just unreal because we're all dealing with the same problems, essentially. And if you have a support system, that can definitely go a long way. Um, it's just really nice. And I feel like people overlook that. Of course, you know, there's the toxic side of it where people, like, care about numbers and their following and all that fun stuff. But if you get yourself a solid group of friends, it's definitely, like, an unbeatable thing. Yeah, I think having a good, decent group of friends that are throughout the small business community can definitely help you out with a lot of problems that you have. And you can go go to them if you have any issues. And, yeah, they help you out a lot. Absolutely. It always helps to have people there that you can ask. You know, we all started out not knowing what was going on, um, making mistakes and doing follow loops and game trains and all that fun stuff. Yep. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So it's always good to have someone that you can reach out to. Yeah. So I know a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners want to someday make their work a full-time thing. And some people also just use it as a hobby. It's very divided. Where do you see yourself going in the future? Do you want to make this? Or have you just not thought that far ahead yet? So as a young entrepreneur, I haven't thought about what I want to do. I'm still deciding. I have a few. I've always had like a few careers um, that I've been interested in, such as like interior design and for a while, I wanted to be like a teacher and stuff. So I'm still considering those things. But I definitely want to have my jewelry business along the side of me for as long as it lasts. So it's definitely going to be more of like a side project thing as, as opposed to like a main focus? I guess we'll see. I'm not really sure how I am thinking it's going to go out. And maybe it will become a full-time thing. I'm not really 100% sure yet. Only time will tell. <laughs> yep. As of right now, do you have a posting schedule or do you just post whenever you have something or how does that go um I really don't have like a specific posting schedule whenever I see that my followers are most active maybe I'll post that day and usually I just go through my camera roll and see if there's anything that matches my feed and I'll just go through some of the posts that I have and go with the color schemes and through the color schemes that I do have I will decide if I'm going to post that day Let's go into that for a second. A lot of people don't know how to tell when their followers are most active. So how do you go about doing that? Definitely going to the insights. I mainly post through Instagram because I feel like that helps me most. I've tried TikTok and it really didn't grow me as much. Um, So through our Instagram, there's an insights tab and you can check that and see what times your followers are most active and what genders and different places around the world your um, Instagram is most directed to. And have you felt that was pretty accurate or have you found it to be, you know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad? I mean, it really depends. Some people, they're active on either a different account and stuff like that. And it says that they're active on one account, that, but they're actually not. And sometimes they're just like on a live stream and they're not actually looking at posts. So it really can depend. I mean, it depends on the person, depends on like the gender. I mean, it really, you ne- really never know. 
So another thing, I'm sure a lot of creators or small business owners, anyone who's trying to make it big, often feel burnt out due to the amount of work they're putting in. Do you ever experience that? No and yes. I feel like I try to divide my time equally to the point that I'm not getting burnt out. Um, I usually work on my business after school or at night when I'm kind of just in that chill zone and alone so I can just put my thoughts all in my jewelry and try to make the best products for my followers. But it really depends if I'm just like, I've been working on business, like my business all day and I have a bunch of orders to complete and I'm just sitting there and it's just too much for me to handle. Definitely take a break and that will definitely help you out. So what do you do during that break to chill out? Either like calling my friends or just watching TV and hanging out with my family. Just kind of taking like a chill little break for yourself definitely helps you out a lot and kind of puts like takes your mind off it for a little while so then you can come back with your full everything that you got and just put all your focus into your business and make the best things possible just taking a break and going right back at it 100 i like that yep so how do you manage with school and your extracurriculars i know you mentioned that you did softball so how do you manage that do you have any tips with other people who are trying to do so many things at once? Well, at the first, I like at the beginning before COVID and stuff, I did at least like four to five activities, such as like acting and softball and Girl Scouts and a bunch of stuff like that. But now that COVID is happening, it's kind of like died down, and I have time, a lot of time on my hands. So I do school from like nine to three o'clock, and then softball depends on the day, depends on like usually what day it is and the time of the week but I mean softball usually happens at night so between that those times I have time to work on my business so you just have it all together whatever spare time you have you just utilize it yep that is respectable I'm terrible at it once I just come home and chill out I'm just down for hours it's terrible I need to definitely work on my time management Yeah, this definitely happens sometimes, and sometimes I'm just not in the mood, and sometimes just taking a day off definitely helps a lot, and you can just, like, put all your time and focus into, into, like, the places that you need more energy and need to focus more on. I think one of the most important things is allowing yourself to take a break and not feel bad about it. I feel like one of the worst things you can do is feel guilty about taking time for yourself because it just worsens that feeling. Do you agree with that statement? Yeah, definitely taking time for yourself is very important. And not, like, feeling burnt out and focusing all on your business is definitely important. Just having time for yourself, you need to definitely, like, make sure that you have time just to focus on things that are just about you and not just about your business. So then you can just, like relax and not feel like crazy about it so a lot of people I know and talk to are a little embarrassed to talk about their business with their friends at school do you acknowledge your account and your success it's forcing them to feel obligated to go like buy stuff or support you and that's not the way it is at all you know we're not trying to guilt trip anybody by any means it's just like hey this is something I do and it would be great if you followed I don't care if you do anything past that I'm not asking you to buy anything if you supported that would be great 
Yeah. It's but just, it's- I talk to my friends about it sometimes. They're like, oh, how's your business going? And I definitely tell them about how it's going. And I like to feel them. I like to make them feel that they, it's not like kind of like secret, but also I don't want to like put all my, everything that I have and like all the conversations that's about that. Yeah. Makes sense. So what are your future goals, both with Creative Without a Canvas and as you move forward with high school? Definitely my goals are focusing on my business and making sure to get all my orders out on time and making sure that I have a very steady feed and having a great posting schedule so I'm not not active for like a month, but also not posting every single day and through ha- like high school and stuff just to make sure that I'm not putting all my stuff to my business and focusing on getting a like good into good classes and getting good grades and everything like that. The biggest thing is definitely finding balance in all areas in posting, balance in life and business with school and your business. Just everything is about finding that middle ground for sure. Yeah. Another thing you mentioned, a cohesive feed, I feel like definitely plays one of the biggest roles in getting people to follow you. Because the second people see like a pretty feed or something that looks cute, they're going to hit the follow button because people like aesthetic things. That's just how the world is now. Yes. Um, So definitely if you can swing it, I would recommend to anybody listening to try and get that cohesive feed make it aesthetic but also make sure it reflects you because i definitely feel like creative Live canvas is very shyla it reflects <laughs> you for sure yeah so i definitely the colors that i picked for my business i kind of go for like a sage green and a light pink and like white and stuff like kind of like that foresty kind of vibe because those are my favorite colors and that's my website's based off of a lot of my products have those colors like in inside within them and I just feel like those really match with like my logo and everything like that and they make my business very aesthetic it's just your life man yep it feels very genuine doesn't it yeah I feel like a lot of those colors are very they kind of like not bring out my personality but a lot of those colors like things that I enjoy and I always love like sage green and pink together I think it's such like an aesthetic kind of mood so bringing that to my business is definitely I love it I love it too (laughs) so I know that you've sent to an influencer or two do you recommend that what was the experience like I've sent to I think two influencers so far and I hope to send to more in the future they definitely helped me grow out my business, and I've gotten a few DMs about ordering things that I've sent to them. So it definitely helps a lot, and I get to send some of my favorite influencers some of my products, too. It's really exciting. I know people definitely have, like, a lot of horrible experiences in which the influencers just, like, never hold up their end of the agreement, or they speak badly about the products. But I'm glad that you've had good experiences, for sure. Yeah, I've definitely been looking out for influencers that I think would just not put stuff on their story and kind of promote me as well as like wear my products and kind of like enjoy them as I was sending them to them. But hopefully if I ever want to send to influence in the, in the future, I don't get that bad experience and they just don't help me out in any way. And I'm just saying them just for them to not use them or anything. 
Exactly. Like, I've never sent to an influencer, but if I did, I would want them to, like, actually use my stuff past the, like, agreement. I feel like, you know, I'd want them to, you know, legitimately enjoy what I sent them and use it in their everyday life. Yes, definitely. I think that having them use their products and, like, if they see them in the store, they'd be like, oh, where's that from? It definitely helps your business throughout a lot and not just having them in the room sitting it just it's so much better for the person who owns the business exactly and not only that it doesn't always have to be like a promotional thing like they can just genuinely enjoy it you know as if they bought it themselves which would be yeah that's the most favorable outcome yeah definitely having them enjoy their products definitely makes you feel good about yourself and what you sell and hopefully makes them feel good about what they're using also and it increases your motivation it long it increases your inspiration to keep going because you you get that validation. You're like, hey, this person actually likes it. Random people like the stuff that I made. And I feel like there's no greater validation than that. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see. Like, another good thing is, like, it's pretty cool to see somebody, if you're just, like, on your website and you see either a site visitor. I get really excited when I see a site visitor that's not from my state. Because it's like, oh, a random person showed up on their safari or showed up on their explore page and they're just looking at my website and even if they're purchased it's so exciting just to see like oh my god somebody that i've never met before is using my products that's so cool do you ever just think about it like oh my god there are random people that have my stuff in their house i know it's absolutely crazy that so um i've come this far just from making like rainbow looms in my basement to now having random people that i don't even know just wearing my products and enjoying them as much as i do it's so cool it's just a whole other level of validation that you can't really get anywhere else. Yeah, it's super exciting. So what's one thing that you've learned along, along the way that has proven to be extremely valuable? One thing that I've learned along the way is definitely learning how to deal with finances, um, learning how to definitely pay taxes and deal with shipping and all that. I've never really known before I started a business. And also dealing with people who aren't fans of your products, such as people who have a lot of criticism about them thinking that it's not really their style and stuff like that. Definitely something that I've learned how to deal and handle more throughout owning a business. And definitely, like, getting negative feedback can definitely harm your motivation. Because, you know, for someone like me who easily gets inside my head and, you know, one negative thing can just completely wreck my whole day which is a very bad way to be but it is the way it is and you can just take it and spin it in a positive way that can always help you out I think that's definitely something to remember so that any feedback that is not nice (laughs) um you know can not completely ruin your motivation yeah you have to remember that some people don't have the same style as you or, like, some people like different colors than you and different things that your product may, like, say or have on it. So you just have to think that people may not – like, a lot of people like the same things, but a lot of people have different opinions and may not use your products as much as other people may. Exactly, exactly. We're getting to the end of the road here. So what's one last thing that you want to leave our listeners with? Definitely just to make sure that you're staying positive throughout your business and making sure that your business is 100% what you love and there's always room for change and just making your business as much as like just having room for everything that you love and not overfilling yourself with all the stress and stuff that comes throughout having a business. 
You heard it here. Be authentic and stay balanced. All right. So that concludes our interview. Thank you so much to Shyla for joining me and to you for streaming. If you would like to keep up with her after this episode, you can find her at Creative Without a Canvas on Instagram and shop her products at creativewithoutacanvas.com. Yeah, so as Caitlin said, those are my handles. Make sure to check me out and also check Caitlin out and everyone else who owns the Small Business Podcast. They have such cute products and definitely wouldn't want to miss out on them. Until next time, thank you so much for joining us right here on Small Biz Big Ideas. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to follow us at Small Biz Big Ideas on Instagram. If you are interested in being a future guest on the podcast, please apply through the application in our Instagram bio. Thanks for listening.